evening and welcome once again to our midweek Bible study as we are praying through the book of Philippians. And uh, we're in chapter 3 and uh, remind you that our theme now is joy. That uh, uh, we, we've talked about already how we are to... Um, how we are to uh, put the needs of others above ourselves so that we can maintain unity, that we think of others above ourselves, that we have the mind of Christ who, who, you know, who, who gave himself completely for others. Uh, and, uh, and then Paul turns and says, now listen, we want to rejoice that joy. He, he told the church at Thessalonica that, uh, you know, that that a life of joy is one of the marks of a Christian life, that this is God's will for us. And, um, and Paul is talking about where his joy comes from, and, and he's been talking about his joy has come from the fact that he has a righteousness now, that, that he has salvation, that he's been justified, and that, that everything he did in life to try to earn his way to God, he now counts as, as rubbish, uh, for the sake of knowing Christ and finding the righteousness that comes by God through faith alone in Jesus Christ alone, and uh, and so he he you know and so that's where his joy comes from. And now he's going to continue that thought and say, listen, there's another way to to to, to have our joy, and that is uh, just we're just going to look at two verses to, tonight, verse uh, ten and eleven. Um, where Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings becoming like him in his death that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Now, I'm going to stop here and, and just deal with verse 11 here. Um, you know, Paul is not saying he's trying to earn his resurrection, but uh, you know, he's trying to earn salvation so that he can attain it. What he's saying is, is that he wants his life to reflect the fact that he has trusted Christ and he's trusting in Christ alone. And the way to do that, the way to have your life reflect that is by your life having one, uh, one uh, focus, and that is having an intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's saying here in verse 10, that I may know him. That is, once I understand that God loved me so much that that he did not wait for me to be good enough because he knew I couldn't be, that he sent his one and only son to, to, die, to, to live a perfect life, to die in my place, and, and, and we know this is true because he's been raised from the dead, because I know that God has done this for me. What I want more than anything else in all the world is an intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ. And how do I have that intimate knowledge of him? Well, he says, he says we have it by the power uh, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That is resurrection power. I know Christ when resurrection power is uh, is seen in my life every day. When resurrection power is seen in my life every day. Now I, I'm going to go outside a 
a, a, a uh, outside of Paul to help us understand what is resurrection power. How do I know the resurrection uh, uh, power? And, and and this is what he says. Uh, uh, this is what the book of Hebrews says. Uh, he says in Hebrews chapter 13, it says, the author says, Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the, saint, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. That is, that is what, what he's saying here is, is that, that the same power that raises Jesus Christ from the dead, that, that the God who, who has that power equips us for everything good, for doing his will and being pleasing to Jesus and being pleasing to God in his sight forever and ever and ever. And so to know resurrection power then is to know uh, the life transformation power of God who is uh, who is uh, defeating sin in his life, you know, that that we are putting to death sin and being raised uh, again to a new life. That is, that is, we are living a life that that where we know that we've been crucified with Christ. We're putting to death the sin, the deeds of the sinful uh, of the flesh, the deeds of our sinful nature. We're putting those to death, and now God is equipping us, giving us the ability to do the things that are pleasing to Him, so that. So that this is the the point here. How do I have an intimate knowledge of Christ? It is by it is by knowing Him and knowing Him in the power of the resurrection, um, in, in that 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 we are being conformed to the image of Christ uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, which raised Christ from the dead, and and so that is. Uh, you know, so that is the um, that is knowing him in the power of his resurrection. But but to know Jesus in the power of his resurrection is all is not just enough. We must also know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. That is that we and he says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. So the way of joy, okay, let's back up. The way of joy is to know Christ, is to have an intimate knowledge of Christ, uh, because I have been saved by him. The one thing that I want to know is to know him more, and I know him more by uh, by uh, his, his, his transforming me, the power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead helps me to put to death the simple nature in my life, the deeds of the flesh, so that I can walk in the Spirit and live the life that is pleasing to Him. And if I'm living the life that is pleasing to Him, I must be like Him. I, going back again to what we've already talked about, that Paul has already said in uh, chapter 2, have this mind among you which was also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, 
but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in the likeness in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even the death of the cross. So what he's saying is, is that if I'm the true joy comes from uh, sharing in Christ's sufferings and to share in Christ's sufferings is to have his mind so that so that I am doing nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility counting uh, everyone interests above my own. Now, that is totally opposite of how the world thinks. Uh, the world thinks completely different. The, the world thinks that joy and happiness comes from pleasing ourselves. Paul says, no, joy and happiness comes from pleasing Christ, and pleasing Christ comes when we, when we die to ourselves so that we live for him and we live for others. So joy is ours when we want to know Christ. Now, we want to know him because, why? Because we've been saved by him. We, we, we don't have to earn our salvation. We're just simply trusting what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. And because we are trusting that, then we want to know him. And so we, and how do we know him? We know him by becoming like him, and we become like him through the power of his resurrection that help, that teaches us to put to to die to the deeds of the sinful nature and live lives pleasing to him and the life that is pleasing to him is dying to ourselves so that we can live for others and that is how we have joy and that is how we need to pray for one another and so we thank god for the example that we have in christ we thank we thank god right now listen that nothing is impossible with god if God can raise Christ Jesus from the dead, then he can equip you and I to do everything good and, and everything that is pleasing in his sight. We can put to death the deeds of the flesh. I, I know, I know, I know by experience, I know just from, from life, from living with others, that many times we believe that there's just no way we can overcome this sinful habit. There's no way we can overcome this sinful attitude. There's no way. Yes, we can, because you died to it. And you've died to it because of what Christ has done. And so you begin by thanking God for that. And you praise him that the power is yours. And so, and, and, and listen, this is about our witness. This is about our witness. This is about how, how, if we are really going to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is going to come when we die to ourselves and live for him. And so we just, you know, it, it all just flows together here. And so what do we need to pray for one another? What do we need to pray for ourselves? And we need to pray for each other. Well, number one, we need to pray that the one focus of our lives is, is that we want to have an intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ. And, the, and, and, and why do we want to have it? It's because we love him. And, and so really, let's back up. We need to pray for each other that we will love Christ even more so that we will want to know him any, even more. And when we want to know him even more, the only way we know that we can have that intimate knowledge of him is to be like him. And so 
uh, we're praying for one another that God would, help, through the power of his resurrection, that resurrection power, that we will pray for ourselves and pray for each other, that we will put to death the deeds of the sinful nature of the flesh, and that that we're, we're praying that for ourselves, we're praying for that for each other, and that we will pray for one another, that he is going to equip us to do that which is pleasing to him, and that we will all have that mind of Christ so that, that when we say, you know, that we recognize that joy comes from being like Jesus, and Jesus uh, he humbled himself even to the point of death, death on the cross. Why did he do it? He did not look after himself, but but was obedient to God and, and, and doing nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. Uh, going back, just connecting this whole book together. And that's how we ought to pray for one another, that that, that, that resurrection power would be in our lives and that we would seek an intimate knowledge of Christ uh, through becoming like him, both in our life and in our death. So, Father, thank you uh, for the uh, book of Philippians, God. It just turns our world upside down because the, the world says joy comes from pleasing ourselves. But, Lord, your word says that joy comes when we die to ourselves so that we can live for you and live for others. And I pray right now for my brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, I know how difficult it is uh, and, and how heart-wrenching it is and how painful it is to know that, that there is a sin that easily besets us. And, and God, I know some are struggling. They, they struggle with that all the time. But help them understand right now that they have died to that. And by resurrection power, they don't have to live that life anymore, but they can live a life that is pleasing to you. And I pray that you would that you would make that real in every one of our lives, for we ask it in Christ's name. Amen.